Half a day. Welcome back to Boca Talks. I am Jess Rosario. We are a podcast on the KUM Podcast Network, and we're here to talk about health, talk about food, talk about everything that comes along with that. The KUM Podcast Network has a variety of different content, different people coming on the podcast and talking about different things. So follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify if you haven't yet. And tell us how we're doing. Let us know uh, some topics you want to discuss or you want us to discuss, and we'll put it up on our on our next show. Today, I have two very special guests with me. Uh, we usually talk about um, health and nutrition with a lot of, I would say, people my age, you know, older uh, people that come into Boca Box, our customers or our clientele are usually people that want to start eating healthy or they need to maintain their health or they want to get back into uh, eating to get their health better. Uh, but we don't have a lot of people come on our podcast that are of the younger generation, the millennials. And I'm, I'm one of those that's like at the front right i think we're like gen z pretty much but i want to be called a millennial you want to be i don't want to be part of the gen z i don't z even know people. what i'm me called. too but i have a, a few of the species. guys that that work with me at the boca box uh I have francis say what's up hey guys what's up my name is francis nice to meet you all and i have keanu moffness hey guys <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know yet keanu has a he's what is he he's like popular right he's like famous wow, or something. he's like uh, yeah, yeah you know like uh maybe you guys see me on tv <laughs> Or uh, on YouTube, yeah, on YouTube's, YouTube's. Uh, but yeah, hi. He's on the everyone. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on that Facebook page. But I wanted to t- to bring these guys on to talk about you know health concerns and and things that relate to them and their generation and how their experience in working at the Boca Box has kind of changed their views on health and food and and so forth. So let's get into it. Uh, let's give some background information on how old you guys are, what you guys do, what's your favorite color. Oh man, what do you guys like? Uh, you know where you want your first date. Wow, Jeez. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Oh god. Okay. Um. <laughs> um. My name's Francis. I am 23. I reside from the village of Zotnia. You know, Zotnia. Zotnia rules. Like deep in the heart of Zotnia? Or? Palanta. That's where it's at, man. <laughs> right? Um, some things I enjoy. I really enjoy... Man, I enjoy a lot of things. I enjoy food. I enjoy movies. I enjoy... Okay, there's too many things I enjoy. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, uh, I am a former full-time employee of the Boca Box, um, but now I am the Boca Box's uh, social media manager, as well as in charge of some of the marketing aspects. Um, uh, and yeah, that's mainly what I do now. Keanu, take it away. Hi, I'm Keanu. I am a 22-year-old 22, 22 man. <laughs> 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 and um, I enjoy... <laughs> I enjoy music. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I do. Other than other than Boca Box, uh, I'm currently a for a, a no. I'm not a former employee, but I work there at Boca Box right now. I'm one of the managers, and yeah. What do you um talk about your podcast? Talk oh, about talk, wow. we'll talk about your your music first. What do you what band are you in? Uh, so my my band is called Soul Drop, and I do it with uh, Dan Tapasia and Leah Farron and. And um, we, that's what I do outside of Boca Box. Right after Boca Box, I go straight into the music, you know? 
Into the music. Into the music. Into the music. Gotta yeah. jump into it. That's your next album, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with us today, we have Mr. Eli Manji. Hello. How's it going, man? Hello. I found my dog today because of him. Yeah, but you played, well, you, you, well, Hefe. I found I found it because of Hefe. <laughs> you know, you, you gave he, somebody else the props. Oh, I gave everybody props. <laughs> I, I, I did all. My, I did my research last night. <laughs> he studied all the patterns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went out and started whistling and be like. Cosmo! He made, like, an algorithm and everything. Yeah. Anyways, uh, okay. So, you guys have been with uh, the Boca Box for a while. And usually when we start talking to uh, the younger generation, millennials, generate... What do you call yourself? Generation Gen, Gen, Gen Z. Z but lazy. Wow. Lazy. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> Thanks um, for that, Eli. What's your, what's your take on health? Like, for uh, you guys. Why is, is it important? Is it not important? What... What well, is it for you guys? Well, my take on health is mainly that I do it so that in the long run, I am not in the hospital. Um, I'm not on medication. Um, I don't want a lot of medical problems, basically, in the long run. So um, I see myself exercising um, and eating healthy so that I can have a better future, so I can live longer, so I can... Um, you know, still be healthy when I'm 50, um, still be able to run, you know, maybe even look good. But uh, all I'm doing right now so that when yeah, I get you, older, what are you really doing? What am I really <laughs> doing? Right. Um, I'm just like sitting and watching TV. Right. But like all I'm doing um, exercising and health wise is so that when I get older, you know, um, I'm still physically capable to do a lot of things, travel, exercise and whatever it may be. How about you, Keanu? Um, so. I mean, my take on health is that, like, a lot of what I do after work, like, when I'm not at Boca Box is, like, like it's very indulgent. So I can I can get lost in, in all of the, like, the, because I play at bars and I, I play at restaurants, so I'm always eating, drinking, and if I don't, like, in any way... Um, Find a medium? Yeah, like, like, kind of, like, set boundaries because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'll, I'll just like end up like 400 pounds by like next month. <laughs> yeah, the alcohol will catch up. Man. Yeah, no, it 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 will catch up, and so I think I think it's very important for my lifestyle specifically because um, if I don't take care of it now, I'm sure I'm gonna regret it later. Last time I was 20 ish, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a long, like a decade ago, over 20 years ago, over a decade ago, <laughs> um, but. I I remember my lifestyle and I was partying a lot. I was you know I was just I was having fun. I, I guess the earlier part because then I did get married early. Got married at like twenty two, twenty three, mm-hmm. and had a kid. And then damn, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> then life got real, right? <laughs> but um, for my life at that time was very. I didn't really care about you know health. Like for me, I was going to school for it, mm-hmm. but I didn't make any changes yet. You know, I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to school to learn nutrition, um, but I was drinking a lot. I, at that time, I was like smoking on and off. I mean, because mm-hmm. it was it was cool, you know, and um, yeah, I just didn't really care. But do you guys uh, ha- has has health kind of changed for you? Um, yes, I would say yes. Well, not only for me, but even our generation too. Um, cause like I imagine back then health was just very basic. It was very, you know, know your food pyramid, know your food groups. Um, just as long as you don't eat this, you're good. Right. 
there it wasn't as there wasn't a lot of detail to the health and wellness world. Mm-hmm. So as long as you knew your basics, you were you were technically healthy. But you know, fast forward to now, it's like health has evolved so crazy. Um, there's like so many things to keep track of. There's keto, you know, all those crazy diet trends, all this information. It's just it's just a lot to take in. Um, and then added, adding on to that, to the whole like fitness world, like social media really plays a part to all this because um, I feel like my generation is more inclined to, they really want to look good. So mm. that's why um, you see a lot of businesses um, put out a lot more health-based stuff. There's a lot more gyms opening up, all those things. It's because, um, you know, the market for that is there because social media really makes people want to look good. They want to, you know, in order to look good, you got to eat healthy and exercise. So that's what I see a lot more in my generation, more exercise, more like healthy eating just so that we can look good for a picture. But is that, is that something that you guys understand? I mean, I, I remember uh, learning and looking at mm-hmm. magazines. Yeah, yeah. Right? Looking at magazines mm-hmm. and being like, oh man, I want to look like that guy. Yeah. But I didn't know what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, now nowadays you guys have like information at, yeah. at your fingertips. Yeah. Right? And there's good information, mm-hmm. there's bad information. Yeah. So how do you know which way to go? Yeah, see, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but necessarily it's... Um it's just like crazy how like health is just like a trend. It's great. It's like bigger than it was back then. Mm-hmm. But in regards to which way to go, um, man, that took me. That took that. That was a journey. That didn't take like one sitting. Um, I remember growing up. You know, uh, I didn't have like fast internet, so I would see like the magazines, <laughs> like you. But um, like you know, they would just have the basic stuff, like you know, creatine. Um, drink protein powder and get muscles right Mm -hmm. you know it was so simple but then you know as i got older um i learned about my my metabolism and how it's like faster and how even if i eat a lot i don't gain weight um and then keep on fast forwarding um you know i just thought i'm like you know i shouldn't really stick to a certain diet trend um so i experimented pretty much my whole life and tried different things see what worked and what didn't work and then um coincidentally you know i came to the boca box and (laughs) and then like you know you meet chuby and um he was saying uh you know the whole mantra of just eat clean not less so um from there um that really like opened up my mind to like i can diet all i can diet my whole life but um like I can keep dieting my can, help me out yeah. like like I can keep dieting and you know trying all these different trends but in the end it's like I'll get different results or I won't get the the result I wanted it's basically you're going to yo-yo diet yeah. for your, for your, the rest of your life yeah you shouldn't have to keep doing that yeah. right you should just eat clean yeah so that's yeah it came have, down have to a that good foundation and then yeah it just clicked one day I'm like you know stop doing all these diets and just eat clean you know eat healthy eat what's good for you just don't eat anything bad it's that simple yeah and like here i am just trying to you know freaking write an equation for it right. <laughs> all that stuff. i think I, I think it's very much a trend like like people are just i've seen if you go to like if you come to our cafe and you see anybody coming in that's a little like like gen z like my generation they're literally like the first thing they do would be taking pictures of food you know just to like kind of show that hey keto life or like uh paleo life I'm you eating know what healthy I mean? yeah, yeah yeah i mean yeah. like like the kind of kind of like just showing people that they're doing it but i think i still think that there's so much 
I think it's less now, but like there's so much more um, disconnect, like between like people people just don't know why they're mm-hmm. they're they're doing it. Yeah. Um. That I think they're doing it because they know it's healthy, but like they don't know what they're putting yeah, in their body. Like, yeah. It's like they hear keto make you lose weight, so okay, I'm gonna do keto. That's it. You know, they don't want to like dive in or know like the goods and ba- the pros and cons about it. But yeah, I think that's the kind of disconnect you're talking about. Right. Yeah. They'd rather say they're doing keto than actually like full on do it. Yeah. I, like actually I'm, had a and live the lifestyle. One of our customers come in today and she was uh, asking for keto donuts. And I looked at her. And I'm like, are you on keto? Do you eat keto? And she's like, oh, no. I, but I heard they're good. And I'm like, well, if, if you're not eating or you're not living like a, a keto lifestyle it makes mm-hmm. no sense for you to eat these donuts mm-hmm. just eat the other donuts that we have and she's like what you know and i had to break it down for her but uh, you're you're right there's like a disconnect of mm-hmm. why they're eating things and what they want to achieve i guess mm-hmm. you know um what has so you guys come from i'm i'm going to assume you guys come from different backgrounds right and francis told us a little bit about you know growing up and how he was but what's what's home like what kind of stuff do you guys eat at home oh man oh my gosh <laughs> you go first like, you know what's funny is like i whenever i i hire um people i always ask them that like yeah what you know how's your life at home what do you guys eat what are you mm-hmm. used to eating how you know do you know how to cook and uh a lot of the people that worked or that work at Boca Box, they don't know how to cook or they mm-hmm. never did. Right. And so it was funny, like, throwing people into the into the kitchen and showing them how to prep and how to cut. <laughs> it's just funny, like, just watching them and then now right. they're all, Make like, pros. <laughs> right. I mean, like, a lot of my family takes, like, a lot of the older side takes care of that because they have their specific way of doing it. And, and like, if it's, if somebody cooks outside of the family, it's judged really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, they're especially they're, if they're making the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, if they're making the same thing, and then it's like, oh, my kudu is better than yeah. your kudu. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah? I put MSG. <laughs> my has MSG. My secret ingredient is Ajinomoto. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's super different trying to go from or come from home eating like nobody's business and mm-hmm. and and then coming to work and then really trying to watch what you eat because we really do like. I'm gonna tell you, I can I can hardly bring like a bag of chips into Poker Box because uh, it'll get thrown away. <laughs> the security cameras <laughs> it, will it catch does you. get thrown away. Yeah. Oh man. It does. Uh, not all the time, but okay, most of because I hide it well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's, but it's what kind of stuff do you eat? Is like a, you're from you're from Epan, mm-hmm. right? What's uh what's oh, Epan food like? Epan soft serve. That's yeah. it. <laughs> and rice. Shout out to Epan Mobile. <laughs> you guys have the best ice cream. You've got it's, soft serve and rice, bro. It's the only night. only soft serve ice cream that works on Guam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's traditional Chamorro food like stafau, kudu, and it's uh like. I think in my house specifically, I don't know, it's just because people are, are, like, they don't like to cook, but, like, spam goulash, it's my favorite. I'm not complaining, but, like, we've had that, like, (laughs) so often. And so, um, it's canned food, like, I mean, and every once in a while when I bring home Boca Box, like, they're they're freaking out at at how, (laughs) like, how the hell did you make uh, spaghetti with, with squash? Or, like, how did you make rice with cauliflower? You know what I mean? And And so when they try it, they they all say that it's it's something to get used to, but they their taste buds are are intrigued. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like intrigued, they, yeah. I like that. That's a good word. It's <laughs> like, a big word for you. It's like, what's this five star meal? Oh no, it's just quinoa. <laughs> That's a new uh, the new um, saying. Oh, 
This food is intriguing. Intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> intriguing. How about you, Francis? Um, so I am full Filipino. Um, growing up, my parents are both from the Philippines, and they came to Guam. Um, so pretty much everything I ate uh, was Filipino food. So chicken adobo, sinigang. Um, those just to name a few. Um, I gotta I gotta hand it to Francis's mom because when we were creating the, our menus and I. I we had some requests to put a Filipino cuisine on our on our menu, and I didn't know what to do. Dude. And Francis came in with like a cape like, and everything. Did you know I'm Filipino? You forgot. <laughs> and I he, am the captain now. <laughs> and he he threw in a whole bunch of of um, of menu ideas, and I was like, I was blown away. And then he made it, and I was even like, what have I been missing out on? But no rays, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. I'm just kidding. Wah, wah. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up with that, um, eating that food. Uh, a lot of the, I just recall a lot of the dishes growing up, uh, it, a lot of them, you know, had vegetables and protein in it. So I, I actually enjoyed eating vegetables as a kid. You know, I love eating it. Um, I know it's really weird, but uh, I ate a lot of Filipino food, um, but I also ate a lot of Chamorro food too. Um, you know, I would go to like, you know, friends' houses um, and go to their parties, or my mom would recreate the dishes too, um, like red rice and pot roast and potato salad. So uh, it was just a mix of both. Um, but one thing I can tell you though, is that I grew up in a household with like zero snacks. It's like, what? yeah, it's like, I mean, sure, there were snacks, but like, I never had like a, like a pantry or like a, a drawer that was just full of chips or like sweets or anything like that. It was always like, you have to eat a full meal, then you wait till the next full meal. So that's why I like, oh, you had no snacking. Yeah. Like I, uh, I that's why like right now I don't, I don't even snack. Um, but like, it's just weird. Cause like a lot of people tell me like, oh, uh, I can just, just eat snacks. I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like. Are you feeling okay? I think that's a good thing. Because I remember, like, my mom had, she had this drawer that was full of, like, Sky Flakes. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, okay, like, I had, like, I had, like, basic stuff, like, Sky Flakes or um, fruit. But, like, it was never to the point where it was, like, fully stocked. It was just a rare occasion. Yeah, no, mine was stocked. So that's, like, when my, when my, like, my mom came back from, like, Kmart with, like, a bag full of chips. I'm just like, who's that for? <laughs> Is that what? for us? Is it my birthday? <laughs> like, whose birthday's coming up? It's, it's not my, my birthday's not till next year. I never it's had a lot us. of snacks either, but, like, do you guys remember the, the butter cookies in the blue can? Hell yeah. The, the, one sewing, was, kit. the sewing kit? <laughs> yeah. D- they would always trick me. They would buy one, eat all of it, and then I would, by the time I got home, like, they would all, it would all just be, like, so The wrappers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all eaten up, and then inside is already the, the thread and yeah, needles. everything. Yeah. <laughs> they work fast, man. Got so excited. I, I hated open putting that up and the the one cookie I liked it was uh it was a square one yeah, with like a sugar too. on top. <laughs> yeah. It was like that was the only one that was eaten. And then it was everything else. I'm like, ah oh, crap. <laughs> okay, so like looking at what you guys have been used to eating, right? What what's been the main difference from how traditional food is at home to what we at the Boca Bucks are trying to do with our, our meals? Did you say Boca Bucks? Yeah, you said Boca Bucks. <laughs> Here at the Book of Books. <laughs> um, main difference for sure is that everything is just uh, created from scratch. There is no processed food at the Boca Box. There's no soy sauce. So anything that's salty is just from salt. It's not from any like artificially um, made sauces or anything like that. So that's a big thing. And then um, 
like you know having the the accessibility to like all the different like what's it called is it grains no like like carbs so mm-hmm. like um oh the variety of yeah carbs. there's like there's like there's a variety too so at my household it's just like potatoes and rice but if you go to boca box there's quinoa potatoes sweet potatoes squash it's just like a supermarket but um for sure it's just boca box has like a, a huge variety of ingredients but are all natural um nothing's processed everything's fresh Right, I think that was I think that was a thing for me was that when I started working there was that like whenever you go to restaurants you usually like have to you usually kind of have to guess, you know, like like what these things are unless they tell you um but being in the back um prepping f- the meal subscriptions, I could get to see it from scratch from like start to finish. And there's so many things that like I would have never known. Like I think I learned like three different versions of squash while I was working there <laughs> and I didn't know that there were um what else did I learn like like there's like so many different types of vegetables that I just never heard of until I went there did you and try them or did you know what they were no I mean like I mean not beforehand and then when I tried them I'm like damn like like my, my favorite one is kombucha 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 Co- I think it's kabocha kabocha oh kabocha you know let's yeah. just say kabucha because yeah. yeah. it sounds cooler yeah, so kab- that's kombucha. a drink. <laughs> right, that's kombucha. Kombucha. <laughs> it it turned out to be my favorite one. I don't know why, but like just put a little sesame oil, salt, yeah, pepper. Yeah, and then I'll eat it like. Ooh. And then working at the Boca Box too, it's like we first start off. You're, when you first like get hired and you you start um, your first couple of weeks, you're so gung ho about wow, this food is amazing. Mm. It's so good. You know, you can't get enough of it. But like later on. You know, it's like, man, eating healthy sucks. I want to eat something else. I want to pig out and whatever. You, you start to miss all the yeah, you all miss the junk. You miss all the junk. But then at, because you've been eating so clean um, at the Boca Box and you go back to the junk, man, you don't like it because it makes you feel gross. And like we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Okay. Because I... Everyone that comes through, uh, that comes through and works for us, I, I put them on our subscription for a month, and I basically give them a month worth of free food. And the intent is so that they understand what the food does for them, so that they can vic- they can convey that to our customers in in whatever um, from their individual experience, right? But before we get onto that, um, I wanted to ask um, from your point of view, right? People have a hard time trying to start or eat healthy or work out. Mm-hmm. For you guys, what's the biggest issue with that? Like, why? What? What are the challenges? What are the obstacles that come with trying to to live a healthier lifestyle at your age? Um, I I think that is it's really goes back to the disconnect of not of just so there's so much information. And I think that 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 could also be a deterrent because you don't know what to follow because you know for a fact that like not every diet is going to work for you. Not every diet, not keto is not going to work for everyone. Paleo is not going to work for everyone. Um, But so I do think that like like you just have to keep trying it out. But then people just have different like they they have there's so much information there's such a big information pool that it's just hard to get like the right one for you and so that kind of like discourages people i feel like the biggest thing for me going to the gym and stuff is that i don't know what i'm going to be doing when i go in there um 
I don't have a set I don't have a set plan so that's why I like I kind of look for classes or I look for a trainer like maybe one of my friends is going over there that like does it more often than I do or I look for a martial arts class that that's kind of Damn. like more <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with him. Well, that, that's kind Killed of like a singer and kick your ass. Dude, for real. That's kind of like more like segment or like it, it has more more structured. Plan. Yeah, more yeah. structured. Yeah, and so I mean, I guess just trying to figure out um, what works for you and 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 how to do it and like setting out a plan because if you're there just lost, like even with the food and stuff, if you just don't know what you're eating and you're just kind of like. Eating healthy and like not necessarily like knowing what you put in your body, you know. My own would be, I guess the hardest part is just um, like socially, like friends and family, because like you know, um, you can eat healthy; um, it's doable. But um, you're eating healthy while your friends are not eating healthy, and they want to, you know, hang out. And parties, so it's kind of like um, always being invited to go hang out, go to the bar, grab some drinks. You know, um, that's like a really difficult thing. I mean, it's not like I, I don't drink, but like I mean, I drink, but I can like turn it down. But at the same time, it's just like uh, you know, you want to have fun with your friends, and you don't want to be that guy. So yeah, so uh, you don't want to be the guy that brings a fruit platter. Yeah, to the basically, party. I'm so, that guy. Oh, you're weird. <laughs> Just kidding. I bring the salad. <laughs> but yeah, that's like um, that's like one of the things I face. Just always being invited to, you know, eat out all the time, go out, drink, and sure, that's really enjoyable um, to do. But in the long run, it really affects um, my health personally. Like I'll feel really bloated. Um, my my skin will begin to break out. So. Um, I try to, I try to, you know, just compensate by going, maybe like d decreasing my drinking or, um, you know, eat something healthy or eat like, uh, like before I go out. But that's just one of the things. So you guys mentioned that one information's out there, yeah. right? And with the lifestyle that you guys live, I mean, not uh, being able to do basically what you want, right? And going out all the time and and having a variety of choices healthy unhealthy mm -hmm. um that's kind of the what's presented to you do you think that education into health is kind of the problem because there's information out there right mm -hmm. but right. what works and what doesn't work and mm -hmm. why is that something that needs to be discussed a little bit more? Yes, 1,000%. Sure. Because yeah. I recall my... I mean, my health class was like a combination between... Uh, actually, no. My health class was mainly in regards to the body. Um, but that's pretty normal. But there wasn't so much a, a lot of focus on nutrition. Hmm. So it's like they'll tell you how your body functions, how to protect it from other like viruses and diseases. But how to protect it from STDs. Basically, yeah, <laughs> sex ed class and all that and stuff. cigarettes, right? Basically, yeah, yeah, basically that. But there was never really a, a, a in-depth focus on nutrition, which is like pretty like weird because you know um you protect we're they're trying to protect us from all these crazy you know smoking scds alcohol but at the same time they don't know that eating unhealthy can also kill you yeah, yeah. it's the same same yeah. kind of thing uh, you make a lot of sense there yeah i never thought of it that way so that's yeah there's just i mean i think education should really just uh 
put a little bit more focus um, on the nutrition aspect because it is needed. Yeah. And, yeah. We, eat, and we eat every day. <laughs> right. With like the, with like just to teach about like the little things, like, like putting healthy stuff in your body because, you know, one thing that, I, that I've seen lately with a, like a trend with a lot of my peers and stuff, or not, okay, maybe a little older, but like gout is crazy. Oh my God. Like on Guam especially. <laughs> With, with people your age, yeah. bro. Hashtag agout. Yeah, <laughs> either either like people my age are like a little bit older, you know. But like, it's crazy how like you're. I don't know it if it's just nutrition based, but like if if it's just like putting whatever you put in your body, but um, like it looks painful. And like if somebody would tell me that before, now I know what not to eat. But like before, like I I would have taken um more measures you know to yeah. like not to, to avoid that because I think I know he doesn't listen my dad got gout and <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't no, know if it's like if yeah. Keanu's relative make his dad listen to this because yeah. he's calling him out <laughs> yeah because I don't know I don't know if that's hereditary so I'm going to try to stay away from that I don't so then uh, fast forwarding to um, to the meal plans you guys were on. Now, I start everybody that works for me off on just a foundation, just a basic meal plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the focus is to get them to clean up their eating habits, to help them to understand that there's a variety of, of food out there. It's not just rice and spam goulash and green beans and corn. Shade. Right? <laughs> but there, there's, you can still eat that, but there's a whole bunch of other things that mm-hmm. you can do to the food to make it taste good and to make it good for your body. Now, uh, not getting super, super in-depth, but how was your experience on the Boca Box plan? And what were, like, the biggest changes for you guys? Or what was the hardest things? Um, for me, it was just, like, my body started to um, Identify as a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started to feel like a woman. Started to feel funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, my body started communicating with me a lot what? more. Yeah, yeah, it's so, like... Man, I feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, so, when I would... <laughs> eat healthy you know i would i would constantly for like two weeks for the first two weeks you're kind of like in this depression mode because you're, you Lunch. you don't like no like you don't your oh, body's okay. not used to eating healthy i'm like i don't think vegetables are supposed to do that <laughs> <laughs> but then like and then you get a little sick you know and but then you get out of it and you just have like this burst of energy and then um yeah and after that everything after that was kind of like my body telling me whenever i put crap in my body like whenever I was like, oh hey, maybe I deserve like a whole large French fry set from McDonald's. Um, my body's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. don't but if you do, here's your gout. Yeah, <laughs> but here's your gout. Like the first time I eat French fries, my luck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, I think it just started. Um, You're more kind of like re- now yeah, about- like it reset like everything yeah. that I I thought about my body and stuff and it like it really like even with the, I mean I don't know nah, never mind let's not talk about that oh wow <laughs> oh now you gotta talk about it yeah say it <laughs> well I'm saying like 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 bowel movements and stuff oh, wow. <laughs> yeah so that really changed I remember mm-hmm. I remember that about you <laughs> what the, like the first he week was or in two. the bathroom hey, <laughs> first, you're a good singer but I remember your bowel movements too right <laughs> I remember you coming so up to me and like hey uh, you know cause I would check on you like every mm-hmm. every few days and I, he's uh, counting be like hey uh I don't want to ask, but you're like, am I supposed to go to the bathroom more? <laughs> I'm like, yes, you are. That means it's working. 
Yeah, you have so, a healthy digestive system. That's good. Mm-hmm. I was I was getting like the dirty eye from all my coworkers because I was in the bathroom. Right. Like, where, where, he's ship. supposed to be working. Where is he? He's <laughs> in the bathroom again. Like, wash your hands. Wash your, wash your wash hands. hands. How come we're getting out at eight o'clock? Because <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh man. How was it? Yeah, how was it for you, uh, Francis? Um, for me, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I really enjoyed the convenient side about it. Um. Cause I, I enjoy eating healthy food. Um, I wasn't I wasn't eating as clean before I worked in the Boca Box, but I would like to say that you know I ate pretty healthy. But um, I really enjoyed the meal plans convenience because uh, I was still going to school, so I would take I'll eat my breakfast at Boca Box, then I'd go to school, take my food, um, and I wouldn't have to drive around to find somewhere to eat or like, you know, uh, worry about packing food at home because I always had my food with me. So that was a really great part about it. But how it made my body feel. Um, yeah, I think my body, um, my body would like, <laughs> I got pretty shredded. <laughs> yeah, you did. Well, lost a lot of weight. Yeah, day. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, I was exercising before. Um, and then I got introduced to CrossFit with the Boca Box team. Um, so a lot of changes were happening, right? Yeah. That's right. I remember your arms were like, what the hell? Oh my gosh, man. You remember a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> this gets coming back to me. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, uh, going on the meal plan and then trying a new exercise, it really changed my body. Um, I was in a great shape. So the meal plan really, uh, helped me break my plateau mm-hmm. of, you know, of trying to of like open quote, trying to get fit close quote yeah, yeah. okay cool close quote. The, yeah. one of the biggest <laughs> um things for me right has, has always been that we get comfortable with food and we start neglecting i want to say we start neglecting color right and we go very brown and white all the time <laughs> that's not racist at all <laughs> i'm right. like um wait brown and white in cut the that out that please <laughs> Well, a lot of what we eat now, especially on Guam, is white rice, yes. white potatoes, yes. or even maybe not a lot of potatoes, but white rice and then uh, something brown, which is meat, mm-hmm. you know, steak or chicken or whatever. And then you color your rice brown with soy sauce, right? <laughs> you know, but, but it's like that. You, Add a splash of color with the corn, right? yellow. <laughs> uh, but that's probably the only vegetable you'll, you'll get is yeah. corn or green beans. And um, I liked seeing how adding in all that color how it changed changes everybody everybody that goes on the plants you know young old whatever and then having them understand like kiana said he's more cognizant about how his body reacts to things mm-hmm. you know and if you guys are ever wondering like through the past um three and a half almost four years that we've been up and the food has changed dramatically i i think and i want to thank francis for doing that because he stepped in and he was like we, we portion out our salt and i use a lot of herbs but he we portion out our salt and we don't ever use as much because i'm kind of scared like <laughs> you know people that have hypertension should be cutting down on their salt if you're like man the food tastes good today i made it <laughs> yeah so francis is like no 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 more salt and he'd always be like he would take over the the cooking and he's like hey don't look yeah i mean it is i'm not like adding unnecessary salt it's all measured so yeah it's like it's all it's the daily amount of salt let's use it you know it's not gonna hurt anyone and like to add on sorry and to add on like you know how the meal plan changed my life and stuff um i think it also really changed my eating habits since then like 
I I like um, I really watch what I eat now. Mm-hmm. Like even if I'm eating out, I always like try to you know measure my options. Like see like man, does this have enough vegetables? Um, okay, I'll get that. Or oh, like, that's good. Or like, man, this is too processed. Or it's like, this thing's like drowned in salt. Let's not eat there. So that's what really helped me in the long run. Um, and I'm still like that today. So I think a lot of box. <laughs> I think a lot of times uh, when people think eating healthy is expensive, I I think it's that way because of how restaurants put out their food. Yeah. You know, they put out rice and meat, but there's no vegetables. So when I eat out, I have to order like two plates. Mm-hmm. I order an entree, mm-hmm. which is my rice and or not my rice, but my carbohydrate to my my um, protein yeah. and I usually don't eat the rice because I have nothing else besides rice and mm-hmm. potatoes so I'll get my protein and then I'll have to order like a big ass salad yeah you know so I'm paying like 15 to 20 dollars on a lunch just because I'm ordering two things right yeah and there's know? like a lot of ways too to even there's a lot of like small things you can even do when you eat out just to you know make your meal healthy like even if you just get the dressing on the side, Mm-hmm. That makes a huge difference yep. in regards to calories, because like if they just pour the dressing on, man, it's drowned. Your your salad's wet, like the the Thai the crunch. Soup. Yeah, salad soup, man. The Thai crunch salad at CPK. Holy Bruh. cow, they drown that. It's like here's your guacamole. <laughs> it's like because you know the avocado and everything gets so yeah. mushy. But like if you just get on the side, it's really refreshing salad. So and you can control it. Yeah. So pro tip: get your dressing on the side. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> the um. I believe that anyone making your food should understand the benefits of eating healthy. And that's kind of why I have these guys go on the plans and understand understand the concept. Now, going into the work that we put out, right? Um, what have been some of the struggles for you guys working and prepping and doing meal prep? Like, did you guys, have you guys meal prepped before coming into the Boca Box? And how has that kind of changed for you? No, I, I, I never meal prepped before Boca Box. Um, but coming into it, it, w- it was such um, such a change of pace for me because not only am I, I've been in a restaurant before where we cook for one person, 15 minute window where you have to give out their food. But this is like a whole day endeavor of making like, um, like 50 to like 100 meals or whatever. And um, it gets daunting sometimes because we have to, portioning is our, the craziest thing, like portioning outright to make sure that everybody gets what mm-hmm. they need everybody gets what um gets gets what um is put on the menu and yeah it gets pretty daunting but it's it's pretty rewarding when we see the success stories yeah yeah um in regards to meal prep i've never meal i don't think i've ever meal prep personally um but i uh i guess the closest thing outside of Boca Box that is similar to the workflow would just be like preparing for fiestas, I guess, you know, projecting, projecting the amount of food you need to make X amount of meals. Um, So yeah, those two things or like just projecting how much to cook for a certain amount of people is like the hardest part because you think that, okay, there's like 20 people. So we need 20 chickens, but we only made like 10 meals. Like what happened? You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it, that's a real challenge that comes about every day as well as like, um, like, like we're not the, we're not the most, I mean, sure. We have knowledge of the basic vegetables too, but at the same time, when you got a thing on the fly, you gotta make substitutes for uh like certain things in the kitchen does that make sense it's Mm kind of like 
like say we're making like stefau or something but we got to replace like the meat with uh yeah maybe somebody's uh, else. Yeah. somebody's a, a plant-based meal yeah right. so it's like it's like we have to replace it but at the same time we have to replace it with something that is good for the body we're not just gonna give you like a like a mushroom like one mushroom just because it's you know the protein we want to like actually uh add more to that so make like, it filling yeah make yeah. it more filling make it more nutritional so that's another challenge that um i faced working yeah. there yeah we we go through the prep and a lot of times these guys like i said they they didn't have experience cooking they had no experience in cutting or whatever but it, it's cool to see how everyone's kind of progressed and then they start understanding like the concepts of running a kitchen you know sanitation mm-hmm. uh workflow getting the the bigger um, you know the things that you have to cook that take longer mm-hmm. and like having that all planned out mm-hmm. and then uh, these guys helped me a lot on our menu planning and so coming up with ideas to keep food interesting I think that's a big thing mm-hmm. is how do you keep people coming back and how do you keep them wanting to eat more is you just give them more mm-hmm. you know you don't just give them rice chicken and broccoli every single day mm-hmm. because then they get tired of that mm-hmm. so um, these guys have have thrown in a lot of great ideas that we're always mixing up and I yeah. think that's kind of the secret to break the stigma yeah. of meal prep yeah and then I feel like what I've noticed like lately I, I think um, when we keep like a diversity in the menus and stuff people kind of call in or, or they message you I believe and then saying like hey I really like this meal um, when are you going to have it again you know mm-hmm. like it kind of like gives them a favorite like mm-hmm. at a re- like a regular restaurant like hey I really like that thing I'm going to go back for that thing Yeah. or like the so no subscription wise they would like ask for it like hey did, can you put this back on your menu yeah, yeah. happy people make happy food and I we, I, we all believe period. that right period yeah. TM. Amen. <laughs> but what what big thing have you guys done or do within your work that makes the biggest difference to you when you're prepping to make sure that the food comes out happy? I have my thing, but I wanted to know what your thing is. Mm. So, like, what what do we do to make happy what, food? Yeah. What kind of things get you excited? Excited, or you know, make you enjoy your job you know like okay for me my biggest thing is whenever i'm cooking i have to have music i i just have Mm -hmm. to it i i believe that music plays a role and it kind of sets the tone for how the food's going to turn out that's one thing right so like it's and it's fun Mm -hmm. right so here here's a better question what music puts out the best food oh man uh shoot i like a lot of like (laughs) I don't know how to describe it like pop music. I like pop music and like the. It's like pop music or EDM. One Direction. Or, oh yeah, One Direction. Okay, never forget everything I said. One Direction cranks out the forget best food. Get it all. <laughs> if you want good food, play One Direction. Yeah. You know, if you want a good life, play One Direction. Yeah. If you want a good drink, play One Direction. I never knew One Direction. I didn't even listen to any of their songs or any of their albums until nope. these guys started working. If you like, if you never right yeah if you never worked at Boca Box. Like, and you never knew One Direction. I mean, if you never knew One Direction and you come to Boca Box, you will. You'll know you'll, everything. You'll, you'll know every song, every album, every member. Oh, my God. Yeah, Case closed. You'll play it to the beat. Yep. <laughs> What's yours, Keanu? Um, well, we've been listening to a lot of uh, country back there. Oh, man. And, you know, kind of like 
humbles us to like like damn who's hurt yeah no like keep every on. time i walk in i'm like what the hell are we listening to and they're like See? we're breaking up with our girlfriends <laughs> <laughs> we're going through a hard time yeah right? she just hard doesn't time. know it yet if the, food, <laughs> if the food does it the food tastes gross it's not her fault it's, it's her fault if it, ta- if it tastes salty it's my tears <laughs> i so country for you yeah yeah definitely like country music i don't know i you guess know what's funny is like I I, on thursdays which is kind of like our, our ending day i noticed we play country and we play a lot of uh chamorro music mm-hmm. i don't i don't know Damn. why that is local for alpha friday night oh no, oh okay I, maybe that's why because we're either <laughs> doing ribs doing... or something local right uh-huh. so oh okay uh, yeah makes that's sense. usually what we do i i like to make love to the food yeah he mm. always literally r&b boys to no, men. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> 90s r&b literally. 90s r&b yeah if that's that's why the meat takes forever to be <laughs> because he's mixing to the beat. <laughs> so it's like I'll make love to you, but he's like going to that pace for like yeah. mixing the ground beat. Like that's why we get out late. <laughs> I can count on a reaction as soon as I hear um, "Close your eyes, make a wish," and, and all, all I hear is like. Holy crap! <laughs> like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> like it's about to get weird, guys. Let's yep. go. Everything. So it, I guess it, it helps him out. Like I mean, you're going slow, but it helps. <laughs> it's about the quality. All right. Yeah. See, he cares about. See if that if that was reversed in a different situation, it's like, oh, hurry up! You know, that's not gonna. Never mind. I'm yeah. going somewhere else with this. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, we got to close up pretty soon. So I think there was one more thing that I wanted to ask you guys. Like, for yes, we'll be the Ninos. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's one month uh, today. Oh, happy one birthday. month. Happy month day. Um, happy people. Happy people make happy food. And then we always like to use the phrase that we're not making food. We're making magic. Mm. Right. TM. TM. <laughs> what? What? I knew that. I have no trademark. Oh, Isn't it from um, okay. Love Guru. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, but something that that kind of brings everything together is I always kind of share like our successes with the whole team because as a team we gotta move forward and we gotta you know we win together we lose together whatever that is. What one thing stands out about what we've done with our customers that kind of puts the um, what do you call it? Puts the stamp on the stamp of approval. Yeah, of what we're doing. Say that. Wait. So, what one thing? What <laughs> one thing within you know, like within our our business? What one story or what one thing have you? One success that kind of uh, okay. made you realize, like, yeah, I'm doing a good job, or we're doing a good job in creating a healthier Guam. What What has that been? What is that? Um, I think for me is, is so when we're back there prepping, we have, I think we're pretty accommodating to our customers when it comes to preferences, allergies, and, um, uh, yeah, yeah. So like preferences and stuff. And so we have like this list in the back of all the things that people don't like, don't want, or can't have. Right. And, and so there's this one particular customer that has like, or not one, but like there's multiple ones that have a lot of of these things, and it gets so daunting to like have to put have to make something completely different for them when we're per, per, when we're prepping in bulk, right? Mm-hmm. And so that can get a little daunting, and it it gets gets kind of stressful. But then, like just recently, I heard a really like 
great success story and I saw like a, a picture of this of this person of yeah of this one customer and I was like man that makes me feel so good that like my hard work into into like you know putting it aside and making your specific meal just so that you can achieve what you want mm-hmm. um, makes me feel like I'm like I'm doing something good you know yeah yeah that's good yeah. that's like my that's similar to my answer it's kind of like um, you know uh well, my answer revolves around the success story. So that's what really, like, inspires me and what I think. Uh, like, seeing these success stories really, like, verifies that, hey, our meal prep works. So, like, you know, um, there's a lot of people, but, like, hearing that, you know, someone lost X amount of weight, someone is no longer on pills, someone is, um, you know, no longer feeling pain from gout, or, like, someone is no longer borderline diabetic like just hearing that that's what really like that makes me feel like proud of my work and um it kind of sucks though because like you know uh you don't really get those results and answers till like months later yeah Yeah. so it's like even though you sign up we won't get the you know instant feedback you know we won't be like wow the next day it works you know we can't say that they can't say that either so it's kind of like you know the days go by and you're just like i'm tired of work you know i mean we all get tired and then out of the blue someone just says you know thanks to you guys i now lost 20 pounds i am no longer um borderline diabetic that that you know that just like crazy that yeah. like really like um warms up my heart and that makes me really happy because you know that shows that our work is really working that we helped save someone from you know medical problems and and we believe in what we do and yeah. i think that's the biggest thing is i believe i believe in my staff um so much that you know i can i can run away and do podcasts like this <laughs> and i can you know try to try to get us a little bit more business yeah, but all of the managers are here wait you're not at the job <laughs> but you know I, I mean it puts everything into perspective that we have a goal and our clients have goals and we're there to to help them yeah. um i think we're kind of out of time any last things from you guys um this is to anyone who's listening um you know if you're ever deciding whether or not to start a new lifestyle i mean a healthy lifestyle you know come to us you know jesse provides free consultations where he can just help you talk about like you know how to adjust your lifestyle you don't have to pay anything um i say this just so that it shows that we really care um even if you just come in call give us a call ask us a question we want to start that conversation of living a healthier lifestyle um and yeah, that's it. What's that? What's that thing we have? Our, our one of the new slogans we have is, "Oh, we're the first step." Oh yeah, we are the first. If you don't know step. where hey. to start, we're the first step. Come to us. Hey, hey. TM. TM. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I think my thing is like, um, a lot of the times my my friends, and like the people that. I talk to about signing up. Um, they're like, man, it's 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 really expensive to eat healthy, huh? And like like especially especially here at Boca, I'm like, um, yeah, it it is. But one thing I, ad- I I admire about the business and your business model is that like we're teaching them how to eventually how to eventually be able to do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not we're not yeah. trying to take we don't money want from you to you. be yeah, we don't want yeah. you to be on the plan your whole life. I mean, yeah. it's nice, but at the same time, we're trying to teach you yeah. to be healthy and sustain and sustain a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Amen. Okay.
Yeah. Cool. Hey, if you guys, again, if you guys have any questions or anything, give give me, give us a call uh, at the Boca Box nine. What's my number? Nine two 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 six five two, or email us or check out our, our webpage or Instagram. Um, other than that, we'll have um, we have another podcast next week, and we'll see you then. Adios. Shoot. Bye.